Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Leslie. Welcome to Quince. A little sweet. A little tart. And a little unexpected. Today is Sunday, May the 22nd, 2016. And the word of the day is... Color. 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 A great word um, recommended to us by best your sister Ruthie, who is visiting from Florida. And Beth, want to tell us a little bit about Ruthie? Or? I'd be happy to. Ruthie is four years older than me. She's my closest sister, and she has come all the way from Orlando to help me get through my eye surgeries, the recovery, recuperation, so that I don't bend over and twist and do things I'm not supposed to. And we're just so happy to have you here with us and to be the one to inspire our word. So what made you think about color? When we were talking last night about what might be a topic, um, the word color came to my mind because I had just finished driving up from uh, Florida, but especially in North Carolina, on the interstate as, we went, as I went north, there are patches of wildflowers. Um, or planted seed flowers. There's a whole huge field of poppies, and they were all red, and another huge field of cosmos, which are mainly yellows and oranges, and another field of blue flowers. Uh, Pro maybe, I'm not sure which flower that the blue one is. Lupins or lupins. something? Yeah. Anyway, those colors were just bursts of color in my um, vision as I drove up the highway, as I got nearer and nearer to uh, Virginia. Oh, nice. They yeah. do. They do a good job. I have noticed those in North yeah. Carolina, sort of between Statesville and Mount Airy. They do that. They're following First Lady, Lady, Lady Bird. Bird Johnson. Remember, that was yeah. her big thing, Wildflowers Across America. Yep, I remember. Well, I don't remember it so much, but I remember uh, talk about it. Yeah, our mother thought that was a wonderful idea. She oh, yeah. loved flowers. And yeah. you know it continues. The, the states um, do this, the wildflowers. Yeah. The native states try to do it in their, at their um, interstates, their native flowers to do. Like if you're in Wyoming or if you're in Colorado or if you're in West Virginia, you, might, you would get native flowers in those, yeah. um, those places along the interstate. Well, Thanks to Lady Bird. Yeah, well, that's the thing to do is the native and all the all the animals and butterflies that need that you know that empty space. There's just nothing there but grass that somebody mows. Right, right. You know, so that's wonderful. Well, you know, even right here in Patrick County, around our sign for Meadows of Dan, or at the foot of the mountain, they must have thousands of daffodils and a couple different things yeah, planted the there, there at Route 8, you know yeah. where I mean, where it veers off. Just beautiful. Yep. It gives you a lift to see it. Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Well, we appreciate that because I'm all about color. Mm. You know, that's what I do. That is what you do. Yeah. Tell us about... Um, what you did a couple weeks ago at the Reynolds Homestead. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, uh, your uh, rug hooking group. Yes. Um, we did a dye class, and um, the technique is called casserole dyeing, where uh, you basically just 
put loads of color on the cloth that they use. What they do is they use a felted cloth wool and they um, cut it up to make the rugs. It's just a, a, a piece of cloth. And so what we did was we placed the color in certain ways so that we'd have different shading for their projects. Oh. So it turned out really interesting. This talented, talented group. And um, we re I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. But, th but that's what I do is color. And um, I do fat dyeing. I do sun dyeing. I do um, painting yarn. I Tell just, us about that. Well, I, you take a paintbrush. And <laughs> is that right? Yeah, you, well, uh, a foam paintbrush. You lay the yarn out on tables and you place the color in certain, like eight skeins of yarn and you want the color to be the same on all eight skeins, mm. except it will be some variation because it's handmade. And uh, you place it, place it with a paintbrush. You dab it on. Wow. Yeah, and this was similar. We used a um, teaspoon and put the color onto the cloth. And then uh, you'd put the color on and then you put another piece of cloth on. You have to remember the colors that you've done before so that you put the same color on the second cloth. And then your third cloth, we only did three because time limitations. I imagine you could go further up or put several and then heat it. But it's all about color <laughs> for me. Yeah. And I've been dyeing some rabbit hair. Now, does different fibers accept dyes in a different way? Yeah, and you use different uh, different types of dyes for different types of fiber. So if you're using a plant fiber, you use a different type of dye than if you're using an animal fiber. So uh, I use acid dyes, which are pure pigment. Uh, basically ground up minerals to get the colors. Uh, you can also use natural dyes, which are plant pigments, um, and you, what you set them with is a mordant. And um, that affects the color and whatever um, fiber you're using. Well, it's interesting in uh, an article we were talking about as we ate Ruthie's very nice oh, steak and potatoes yes. dinner. Thank you, sister. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. But we were looking up an article about how the color blue was perhaps not known in ancient times. And my point being that the Egyptians were the first to use the color blue to dye Right, something. They, they invented a dye, and so they invented a word for the color blue. And before that, it doesn't show up in any literature. One of the most famous examples is Homer. Um, he doesn't use the word blue anywhere. He uses some other colors, names. The, the most famous is the line dark sea. Right. You know, but he doesn't talk about blue anywhere. And if you go back in literature, you don't find it until the Egyptians, and it didn't have a time frame, uh, but that would have been, you know, a, a, a considerable period after Homer and, his, and Troy and all that. So um, it's very interesting mm -hmm. that that's a possibility. And I had heard the theory before. I had a book, um, and it's kind of like, Oh, come on. Right. <laughs> Surely they knew the, the color blue was out there. Because um, the book was about that there were certain colors that are not mentioned in um, ancient literatures. And so he 
just assume that people couldn't see it, but there seems to be proof. There did some studies. I wonder what they called blue eyes then. They must have had a word. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe everybody was brown eyed. <laughs> well, well it, blue eyes is a recessive yeah. mutation, I believe. Mm -hmm. But and of course, in maybe the first of the ancient literature, but still, you had your Icelandics and yeah. you know. Yeah, well, they didn't. Yeah, they had literature. Hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting. It's yeah. an interesting theory, but um, from the study that we looked up, it appears to be the importance of the color to the culture. Right. Uh, as if they know the uh, color blue exists, but in this um, African tribe, I think, right. um, they had many, many colors for the word green, but no color, no um, recognition of the color blue because it wasn't important to their culture, apparently. Hmm. So, so there might be some color in our culture that we aren't seeing because it's not important to us. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say. And uh, there's a kind of a running joke in a book that I can't remember who wrote it. Uh, one of the really funny romance writers is um, men don't acknowledge as many colors as women do. You know, red is red. Oh, right, right. You know, no and, sienna, and, no burnt sienna or yeah, something. Yeah, orange is orange. <laughs> right. And, you know, there's no such thing as puce. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, so there could be a cultural mm. um, thing going on there, too. Well, you know, this made me think about... Well, in fact, I have a quote. Can I read Absolutely. one of them here now? I'm the quote person, yes. Ruthie. I just love quotes. So. Yes. And this is actually a J.K. Rowling ah. quote from a Harry Potter book that I have not read, but here you go. On and on they flew, over the countryside, parceled out in patches of green and brown, over roads and rivers, winding through the landscapes like strips of matte and glossy ribbon. And I read that. I was sitting out on my porch reading this um, earlier this afternoon and that made me think about when I was 17 and traveled to Australia mm -hmm. which is totally different than West Virginia suddenly we were flying over banana fields wow. you know these checkerboard patterns and the red red rocks now maybe in the American West had I grown up I might have known some of those but in West Virginia, I didn't know those colors. Sure. Ayers Rock, which is now called by its aboriginal name that is slipping my mind at the moment, um, that rock changes colors. And so the aboriginals really found that almost like a big god or something, you know, in the middle because of the colors, how it would change at sunset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's very, very fascinating. But the colors in Australia, I mean, the turquoise blue of the Indian Ocean. The, but the, I, as a 17-year-old, it just really blew my mind. I can imagine. Yes. Yeah. If you were doing that quote from uh, Rollins, it made me think of C.S. Lewis's books, um, you know, the Chronicles of Narnia. Right. And his last book, the sixth of the Chronicles of Narnia, the last one, the children are entering into heaven, and they're going up a hill. Sometimes here in Meadows of Dan, when you look up 
hills, you kind of think of that way. But he describes this as the children talking about everything getting uh, brighter and more colorful as heaven became surrounding them more and more. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's a wonderful um, um, description. description about color from books. Yes. And I know you were you were talking about books. Um, well, there's uh, that Robin Williams movie where his wife oh, dies. Oh, that was amazing. The oh, colors yes, in right. that one. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, oh I, I like a painting. Yes, yes. Painting. we will think of that title yeah. later on. That. But that was... Yeah, yeah, the first time I watched that, I didn't like it. I know, I know. And then the second time I saw it, it blew me away. I'm yeah. not sure why. Mm-hmm. I, I was so baffled by it, I guess, the mm-hmm. first time. But it's, it's really amazing. Yes. Or Avatar is a movie, too, with the blues that are in that. I haven't that. seen that. Oh. I haven't seen that oh, either. Because when you said there's no blue, but right. then in that movie, <laughs> there are there, lots of blues. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've, um, let's see. There's other things about color that we were thinking about and talking about. Well, skin color we yeah. were talking about. We were talking about that old hymn that we used to sing as children about Jesus loves the little children of the world. Yeah, red, red and yellow, yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. <laughs> Jesus loves the little children of the world, yeah. and I won't sing for you all this time. <laughs> and I can't tonight because I'm all choked up because of allergies. Mm-hmm. Y'all are lucky tonight. <laughs> and, and you might say that the that sometimes there's like a bit of controversy, or maybe you don't bring up controversy. No, I'm right. sorry. Yeah, sure, <laughs> you can say what, <laughs> whatever you want on about Quince. using the word red for Native Americans. Mm-hmm. But on my way driving up here, I was listening to an NPR show, um, and they were talking about interviews that have been done with Native Americans not minding. I might, it was like tribes all over uh, Native uh, tribes all over the United States. Um, something like nine out of ten from this survey didn't mind the use of the term red or, or red men to describe them. Or like red skin. For red skin yeah. to yeah. describe Football themselves. Team. Yeah. Mm. And the, no, didn't. Or, um, and it oh, was a yeah. fascinating it was a fascinating interview to hear about. For sure. Well, hmm. you know, there's, there's respectful ways to say everything. Yes. You know, and then there's disrespectful ways to say everything. That's right. Yeah. And words do change sometimes, too. That's I mean, true. From my grandmother to my father to even me for how we referred to people with dark, with, right. with black skin, people from Africa. Yeah. Um, and it's not black, often it's brown or shades of, of right. dark. Um, and now today there's other words, like African Americans, more, I'm not sure which term is used the most, but, yeah. but when I grew up, it was black. black. It was black. Mm-hmm. But. When my daddy was growing up, the NAACP, the, one of the C's was for colored. Yeah. And that was the word used. Sure. So yeah. Words change. Yeah. yeah. Words change and attitudes change for sure. Oh. Oh, color. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, the, the I guess the controversy in that is coming from the name of the, was it the football team? The sports team. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. That was. So anyway, it was an interesting yeah, broadcast to listen to yeah. as I traveled sure. up here. Um, well, I mean, you know, we have very Irish, Scottish, light, ruddy. I mean, <laughs> how do you describe? I turn, us? I sunburn. That's how oh, I describe. Yeah, the three of us are three different colors of white. 
Yeah. You know, because I'm all, all German uh, pale, you know, and y'all are more Irish mm -hmm. uh, ruddy. Yes. And, um, you know, there's the different backgrounds. And so, even, you know, even the same gene pool like Beth and I, we still have different yeah, skin tones. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And it, it, it's all about respecting and looking beyond. I think that's our problem. We kind of don't respect. And the idea of the word today, color, uh -huh. we're embracing how wonderful it is that there are different colors. Absolutely. And, and wouldn't that God made people all different colors for, for variety, sure. just like he made all the different flowers and other ways we experience color. I love the early spring in the mountains because mm. there's so many different colors of green. I know, me too. Yeah. One time on my walk, walking from here out to the parkway, I stopped down by the little creek, the little bridge, mm -hmm. and I counted 17 shades of green. Yeah, mm. just in this tiny yes. little spot. Yes. And then as time goes on, they all kind of turn into about the same color. Sort of rhododendron green yeah. or something, yeah. yeah. But it is, it's amazing how many different colors that, uh, in the springtime. And a little bit of yellow, and, you know, in the early leaves, a little bit of red tinge. And then the animals that have different colors. Like oh, Beth yeah. was showing me the picture of her friend's black bear that comes through his yard <laughs> with his with his cubs. I mean, that is... Have you, I've, I've only twice seen a black bear in the wild. Uh, oh my gosh, it's so black. Yep. Or foxes. It's so big. <laughs> yeah. But we saw foxes one time too, Beth, remember? With the reddish. Yeah. So all the animal colors are so wonderful. Yeah, and, and the birds. And what color is your new little baby animal? Oh, house? she's, um, she's a uh, cookie. Um, she's black and brown and white. And she's a? She's a little baby goat. <laughs> yeah, people have heard about my goats. Um, okay. We've been waiting for these goats to uh, have babies for six months now, or five five months and however many days. And so we finally had one, and she's adorable. <laughs> and uh, I'll put a picture up of her, because I got a really good picture early. Ah. And she was just a uh, day old. So she's only two days old now. Oh. Yeah, so, and it's amazing how much she can do now. And she runs all over the pen, hides from her mom. There is nothing like baby goats they are just to watch fun. for entertainment. They are too much fun. Yes. You know, I, I, I finished with Dad this evening, and I went out, and Sammy's hanging over, because he's tall enough. He's hanging over the side of the fence looking at the baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're fascinating. Beth and I will have to drop by sometime. Yeah, you definitely see. have to come and see it, because it needs to be petted up and, and used to people. Okay. So. And you're calling her Cookie? Oh, she's, her temporary name is Cookie because I'm not 100% sure we're going to keep her. Kathleen right. named her. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because she just couldn't stand for her not to have a name, I think. But And because she looks like an Oreo cookie. <laughs> with some chocolate chips. With a, with a little bit of brown on her, fa on her face. Uh, that, I thought you might have a color name for her since no, we're talking no, about no, color. Yeah, and, you know, um, and that was making me well, think Well, that's of, sort of... Oreo cookie is sort of a yeah. color. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all know. We all yeah, visualize it. Immediately, everybody understands what that well, is. Well, it's funny. When we were naming Clue, my cat, um, several of the names that came into the pool were cinnamon and clove and I don't know yeah, what else because name. she's a tabby yeah. with a lot of sort of orange, orange cinnamony color to yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Well, this was a quote <laughs> from Alice Walker. Oh, the Color yeah. Purple, the, oh, one yes. of the best books around. And one of the best movies. Yes, you're right. Yeah. It yeah. was. Excellent. But she said, I think it pisses God off if you walk by the color purple in a field somewhere and don't notice it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that, isn't that a good... Yeah. yeah. Of course, color purple is my favorite color. Ever. Is it? All shades of purple are my very favorite. Mm. And that was your favorite, your son's favorite, Joseph. Joseph it still is. It's still is. Yeah, I have a 31-year-old straight <laughs> son who loves, because sometimes purple is associated with, yeah, with yeah. gay men, but he's not. And and he's he loves the color purple and That's always awesome. has since he was young. He's, mm -hmm. He has definitely marched to his own drummer yeah. and, and hasn't minded that. That purple is the color he loves. That's and, awesome. And I buy him plum-colored shirts, and yeah. he, he wears. He doesn't wear purple all the time, but um, but he, but he likes purple, and he has, and he tends to have a few things around his yeah. that are purple. See, and that's good. This is a Suzanne Collins quote. This fits into what we're saying. Okay. It's from the book called Catching Fire. Isn't it strange that I know you'd risk your life to save mine? But I don't even know what your favorite color is. Oh, wow. Yeah, and see, here we go. I didn't know your favorite color was purple. Yeah, I guess we I... never really talked about it. What's your favorite color? Green. Green, okay. Yeah, yeah, dark green, pine tree green. Yeah. Yes. And mine's blue, so I couldn't blue. have lived among the ancients, could yeah, I? Have... <laughs> I, I totally think green is one of the best, or is the best decorating color ever. Mm. I think a house with green mm. is the best decoration. And you have green. Mm. I, I was noticing at Beth's church, I went to uh, her church today, uh -huh. and she had to stay home because of her eye recuperation. Um, but the it's painted green, did yes. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a yes. gorgeous green. And mm. I was yeah, noticing is. what a restful sage, or darker mm -hmm. than sage maybe, but it's beautiful. Green. And I was so upset the other day, somebody put a picture of that shirt, the inside of that little yes. sanctuary, which is just beautiful. And the color on my mm -hmm. monitor was like brown. Yeah, no. it, that's how. Like, oh. Why did they do that? Exactly. <laughs> it's green. It's still green. It's I still green. today. It's well, green. She, yeah. she assured me when I said, when did the color change? Exactly. And you weren't the only one really? that noticed that. Yeah. Yes. It's like, yeah. hey, <laughs> Don't mess with it because mm -hmm. yeah, it's a very soothing color, and I, and and it's uh, a comfortable to me. It's a very comfortable decorating color. I like it. Well, I have to tell you something funny that's coming in my mind about color uh -huh. is when we were children, Beth and I, and we have two older sisters also. So our underwear and our socks and our T-shirts at the time, um, mother would have us mark them. Um, with we each had our own color. Now so I that, was yellow yes, back you as were. a child. I knew you were yellow okay. back as a child. I knew that. Kay was pink, and then Anne was green, and mm -hmm. I was blue, and Beth was yellow. But we all had to when we got new socks or whatever, we would have to take a thread and and put it on someplace on that well, object that so it could clever. be it could be sorted in the laundry. Absolutely. Easily. Well, that would be with four of you and not a huge amount of age difference so yeah yeah that was very clever it worked but then beth likes green now <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think green was mother's favorite color too i'm yeah. pretty sure well she had green eyes she did 
And that is something I do notice about people. I look oh, at their yeah. eye colors. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I just, noticed voices first. I used to before my hearing got bad. And then I, I know, and then I started to say when I could see people's eyes. <laughs> Between Leslie and me, we're sort of falling apart. But <laughs> but I do like to notice people's eyes. There was a photographer who was being interviewed on an NPR show the other evening. Um, I'm getting to listen to more since I haven't been able to see the room right, and yeah. stuff that I'm actually sitting back and listening Anyway, he was the first photographer, I guess, or, or the one that made Elizabeth Taylor so mm. famous. He was 84 in, in this interview that was just on. Violet so this was a long... Exactly. Her <laughs> violet eyes. Her beautiful violet eyes. And yeah. he got to, you know, make yeah. them come alive for all of us. That's interesting because we had a Polish... When we lived in Poland... We had a Polish student live with us, and her name was Violetta Violet, but her eyes were violet too. Uh -huh. And um, she eventually immigrated to the United States and got her PhD, and is teaching in a university here in the United States. Wow. But um, other than Elizabeth Taylor, she's the I person I've known I've that's had a violet eyes. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. she had them, wow. and they were gorgeous. Wow. Hmm. Well, and eye color. Like our niece Maria has two different colored oh. eyes. And they're brownish, reddish, mm -hmm. which matches her hair, which is auburn. Mm -hmm. So you would say her hair's auburn, but you'd never say that that's the color of her eyes. <laughs> that's not eyes the term, more of a brown. Yeah. yeah. It's very blue. interesting. They're beautiful, interesting. They're, but they're very distinctive. I didn't realize that each one was different color, though. Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't know she was... I had cats once that had right. one right. green eye and one blue eye. A white, white cat. cats. White yes. cats would have yeah. that. Yes. Mm -hmm. yep, a lot of the Aussies, the, the type of dog I have, a lot of them have two, two different color eyes. Mine's, really? His is almond brown, or his are um, brown. Well, almond, that. isn't that a lovely color? That's a lovely color, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that word. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about colors of things and, and when you were talking earlier I was thinking about how Beth and I both have had cars that we've named uh -huh. and it's not really a color but my one, my first car that I owned I called it chocolate uh -huh. because it was a chocolate brown well, I mean, it's a chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. and you had a car that before you had your white truck now you had a car wasn't Ruby your it car? Ruby, yeah. yeah but uh, Sister Kay had named Ruby now I named my van my blue van I called it Bonnie Blues right. because it was oh. for the blue color, but because it was named after Bonnie Raitt, a blues singer. Sure. You know, one of my favorite singers of all time. So, she, Bonnie Blues, that was... My, mine's Winston. <laughs> that's your... That's my name. Um, huh. It looks like a bulldog. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Winston Churchill. And my car now doesn't have a name, but... Or books or something that had names of well, let's see. Uh, we do um, we do these little sections oh, okay. of things, and so are we pretty much done the color thing, or do we want to talk about um, 
some of the things that uh, a fascinating phenomenon to me lately uh, is um, adult coloring books. Oh yes, oh. you know, and th that is something that uh, just a lot of my friends are getting really into this. I don't because I already play with color with dyeing and mm -hmm. stuff, and I've, I've flunked coloring in first grade. <laughs> and, you know, the kid that had the muddy brown, um, there's always one in, uh, that had the muddy brown picture with the watercolors, well, that was me. Yeah, I was just <laughs> no good with paint. Here, look what you do. Yeah, so I know, it's weird. Uh, but this, this phenomena of the adult coloring book, and mm -hmm. people are doing some, I mean, some amazing designs and really intricate stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, we have a friend that has Swoon Mountain Farm. And she has, I think, two coloring books. She has more. two of them out now. Yeah. I do have one, so I'll let you take a picture yeah, of it. Yeah, one's more of an adult and one's more for children, I think. Mm -hmm. What are they of? Her farm, Spoon Mountain Farm. Yeah, the first and one's about um, the animals. Mm -hmm. And then the second one's a bit more intricate, though, yes. if I remember rightly. Yes. Yeah, the Wild flowers, flowers and uh, a mm -hmm. lot of different things. She's a really good artist. Mm-hmm. And she publishes, self-publishes two coloring books, and they're delightful. Mm -hmm. You see Very them nice. everywhere in bookstores and oh, yeah. everywhere you go. These coloring books are all. Oh, I got one at a staff. We were just having a staff development day at the Reynolds Homestead, and we were down at Fairystone State Park, and our director gave us each a box of crayons and an adult coloring book. I, so I got the one that had all kinds of cats in it. So. Ooh, I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when I was a child, I always wanted the big box of crayons. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. And I never got it. Oh. I don't know why. I mean, we had crayons, hundreds and hundreds of crayons all the time, but I wanted that big box. Sure, that had the sharpener in the that back. That had the sharpener in it, and I bought me that box. Good for oh. you. And it's on, on a shelf in my bathroom. I've not done anything, but I look at it. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Smart. I think I only got one once, maybe. Yeah, and, and you know, my yeah. folks were not um, the type of people that would have said no. I don't know if I just never let them know that I wanted it, or it just oh. wasn't something that ever occurred to them, or... Well, or it might have been like ours. We had a big tin full of coloring crayons. Yeah, we had tons crayons, of crayons. So you yeah. just didn't get new ones very yeah. often. Yeah, you know, we mm -hmm. had plenty of crayons because we played with them, had them all the time. Yeah. Uh, but I always wanted that big box. Yeah. And so I got it. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. All right, so maybe we should do a little sweet. A little sweet projects. Projects, yeah. And mm. uh, like I said before, I've been dyeing Angora rabbit hair. I have three Angora rabbits oh. that I shear uh, about um, every 90 days. And I'm getting ready to build them a rabbit house if it oh. ever stops raining. Yeah. <laughs> because I have to paint the walls or the things that are going to be walls. And um, so that's been the biggest project. I'm still working on that shawl. I am about three quarters away through side three of the final border. So maybe someday I will show y'all a finished quill shawl. You will. I, I have no doubt. Yeah. And what, so what have you been up to? Well, I had 
two cataract, well, no, <laughs> one cataract surgery and two lens implanted in yeah. the last three weeks. So you're um, starting to see colors, maybe? Oh, yeah. Everything's very bright. I can see distance now. Yay. Yay. But now I'm back to putting on the little dime store readers in yeah. order to see. So for a couple more weeks. We'll yeah, it takes but a while. It takes a while, but hey, this is this is progress. I have been very busy at the Reynolds Homestead. We had our big board meeting and each of the staff did a presentation to the board. So that was fun. We got to speak out about things we're, we're actually doing at work. Yay, yeah. Yes. And we have uh, our annual book sale and silent art auction coming up starting June 5th. So lots of people are bringing me books and I have volunteers who will set the tables and then I'm going to be the author speaking about my siblings book. I might have mentioned that on the last one, uh, our last podcast. And I don't know if Ruthie will still be here or not on June the 5th or not, but if she is, yeah, <laughs> that would be it. fun. Yes, so I'm going to start with doing that, and then the book sale lasts through Thursday yeah. of that week. So that's a pretty big thing. It's a big thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, very big thing. So that will be interesting, and I'm working on a yard sale. Oh no! Oh, yeah. <laughs> How'd you get oh. talked into that? Yeah. Well, my um, two different people asked me to do it, and they will probably not show up. <laughs> but I'm going to do a yard sale, and I'm going to do a huge sale inside the shop, mm -hmm. and uh, try to move some old books and some other collectibles and things. And if I don't sell the books, I might bring them to you. Oh right! Yeah, time to time to <laughs> time clean to house. Move. Things out. So you'll do yard sale this weekend. Over uh, the it'll Memorial be Memorial Day weekend. That's yeah. next weekend. That's next That's weekend. It's coming up. It's Friday, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday, probably Saturday and Sunday because I have to work another shop Friday. I might do it Monday. We'll see if there's any people around. Well, good. And you're going to do it at the shop. At the shop. Yeah. So definitely. And you can come see the baby goats. Yeah. And, uh, maybe there'll be some more. Who knows? And um, come and see all the stuff that's going to be drastically reduced in price. Excellent. Because I need some space. And I've got some wonderful new, speaking of color, got some wonderful new yarns in from um, three different, uh, four different spinners in Blacksburg. Wow. And uh, they're beautiful. But my shelves are full, and so I need to get rid of some of the stuff, get some stuff out of the way so I can display their yarns better. And that will be nice, for sure. Ruthie, you have some projects. Projects. Well, I'm, I came up to clean Beth's house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we won't talk about that being a big project. Um, That's I, a big one. Um, I do things from a school year, like from September through May. Mm. I teach some classes down in Orlando at ah. my church, mainly. And so I just finished those up, um, two different, oh, two different okay. classes. And some are ongoing year-round. Like my husband and I have a couples class that we do. But and in fact, color. We're uh, we've done one of our sessions we did was on paintings, and uh -huh. um, paintings. We always bring it back to the Bible, though. So a painting from a famous painting by a famous by an author by an artist, and then where where in the scriptures is that painting oh, illustrated? That's that would and be so, interesting. So Very we interesting. we each take turns, the six couples, and. 
we meet every other week, and um, that was very interesting. To, for sure. Think, and that's color, too, often, because paintings have color in it. Seriously. So. Oh, absolutely. That's where some of those earliest... Um, Sienna, red sienna, and you know, all we that. You have to argue about blue. Isn't blue mentioned in the? You probably know better than me. Uh, isn't it mentioned in the um, the uh, the first temple, the one that was a tent? I'm not sure. I'm well, they talk about look. the red tent. They talk. They the talk lapis, a lot about colors. Then I, I would look that up. They need to look that up because I, th that just occurred to me. There's an elaborate description of how the. The tips yes, you were exactly right. And the panels and the different colors and the uh, the priest clothing. Have to see if blue is mentioned. That's a good, that's a good observation. We'll have to check mm -hmm. that out. We will. So we, we will look that up and I'll put it on the <laughs> on the uh, pack. So if, if we can refute if we refute somebody, the other problem the problem is we'll have to go back into translation. Because mm -hmm. things get oh. translated. Yeah, and I don't know Hebrew. <laughs> yeah, you know if it was in uh, King James and. It was a color that that could have been. Yeah, so just, we'll have to work on that. Yeah. So, or if somebody knows something that we well, don't, fun. let us know. Didn't mean to interrupt. But no, I that's okay. That. What you said reminded me of something I was listening to also on the way up. You know, by myself for sure. a day and a half um, driving up here, and there was a man talking about this is languages you were talking uh -huh. about going back to to the language, and there was a um, a student pastor under an older pastor. And he'd been there for several months, and he went in and asked him, um, you know, how is it that you've done so well? Because he was doing a very good job of this older pastor pastoring his church. Um, and he says, well, I said, what do you do? And he said, well, I guess it's that I read through the New Testament every week. And then, and yes, and in, every but week, every week, okay. and the uh, and well, it's not that long, really. No, not in really truth, really. I mean, um, and he just continually reads through it. And the and the younger man said, "Well, what translation do you use?" And he said, "Well, usually I read the Greek." <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my goodness! But it's in Greek. <laughs> I just thought oh, wow. that was very good. Yeah, that was so, very good. But for the Old Testament, we need to go back to Hebrew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know the. Um, uh, I've read the New Testament several times, but it always takes me long because there's so much to think about. Yes, and, and, you know. and this guy, he, I mean, he gave sermons oh, every yeah, week, too, yeah, so course, he did have yeah. a part he would be thinking yeah, about course, in depth, yeah. but he was just for his personal reading. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was very, that's it was interesting to hear. Know, that's one thing, they all, my, one of my few regrets is that I didn't get into languages. Oh. You know, I'm, a, I'm a typical American, I know no, no languages, <laughs> but I would love to have gone into Greek. Mm -hmm. And to be able to really read that stuff for myself firsthand. The only one I even thought about learning was Sanskrit. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, always odd. Always <laughs> odd, yes. Wow. Well, I can remember when I started to college, which would have been in the late 70s, there was a foreign language requirement, and then they quit it. The oh. year that I started, oh. they took that away. Because if I had checked with to see if anyone would let me do Sanskrit, wow. and they said, "Sure, you know, we'll work it out for you to do as a wow. independent study yeah. to get my language requirement." So my girlfriend's daughter got to do sign language for her language requirement. That's a good one, which and she uses it today, mm -hmm. even now. Um, which is, I think, that was great. That was smart to let her because it's very useful. Absolutely. Yeah. My husband's 
trilingual. He, he grew up bilingual and then he studied uh, languages in high school and college. Oh, how wonderful. He said Russian. And, three, and it's Polish, Russian, and English. So we've got two, two wow. alphabets going here. I just too. Wow. people. And people, when we went to Europe or when we went to England, uh, we went to this little. Um, went to this little town in Wales and into, of course, there's a bookstore. So we go in this bookstore and this is a little, little boy, six or so. He can speak French, Welsh, and English. Yeah, yes. I like, I feel like such an idiot because, yeah. you know, I know nothing. And, you know, everybody knew French, you know, in school. I took two years of Latin and I oh, know the word good. for farmer. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's nothing you can use. Well, I can use it. You could use it uh, for scientific stuff, yeah. which is what I was interested in. Well, Latin actually is fairly practical. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. Uh, well, for sentence structure and knowing the basis of language. Well, medicine, law. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of Latin. My son Chris is a writer, and he, he Latin was his language. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was my son's major in college. Yeah. It was yeah. classics. Well, I took this two years because it was Greek hard. Greek and Latin. Yeah. We all we had in high school offered when I was there was French. French. Yeah. We, we had, mm -hmm. we could have done French, Spanish, or uh, Latin. Okay. We had a teacher that could do all three. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, um, and I remember particularly the one uh, teacher that taught me Latin. She was she loved French, so she enjoyed she really enjoyed teaching French. Mm -hmm. And then I can't remember if the other. Uh, teacher, he really never talked about a preference. But I had two different uh, languages. I might have taken three years of Latin. I can't remember. See, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I had a cousin who took six years of Latin, <laughs> and they only offered three or something. <laughs> he just kept on going. Well, let me see. I had a couple other. I thought uh, about projects? about. No, actually books with color in the title. Okay, well let's go to A Little Card then, which is books and quotes and whatever we feel like talking about. Okay. We're really loose about this. Reading. Okay, I'll try to follow how you do it. Yeah. But of course I got excited about um, not so much the songs. There were a few and we can talk about that. But the book titles. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let me, I'll just read through a few. We talked about the color purple and we talked about blue highways. Yeah. Anne of Green Gables. Oh, yes. Green Eggs and Ham. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> the Scarlet Letter. Ooh. Ooh, I love that book. Black Like Me mm -hmm. by that John Howard Griffin. That was a powerful book. Oh, yeah. uh, a white man that turned his skin at the time black. Was, yeah, yes. Really. Uh, the Green Mile, Stephen King. That was a Stephen uh, King serial yeah. type. I mean, series, not serial <laughs> killer, though there was well, that there's serial things right. in there. <laughs> right. Um, the Complete Anne of Green Gables, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, the Golden Compass by Philip oh, Pullman, uh -huh. which is excellent. Mm -hmm. The Bluest Eye, Toni Morrison. That's another powerful one. Mm-hmm. Fried green tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe. Yay. I have lived that book. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fanny Flag. That movie. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a good movie, too. Yeah. yeah, now that we're older and we have better insurance. I love that scene in that. Uh, oh, oh, when yeah. she backs oh, yeah. into those I was thinking about that the other teenagers. Day. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
We need to have a fried green tomato tonight. Oh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that movie. In That'd so be long. fun. We That'd could watch great. that and yep. eat fried green tomatoes. Yeah. The grass is always greener over the septic tank. I wonder how many people still remember Dear Irma Bombeck. Well, of a I certain age, sure. absolutely. Yeah. She, she really was, was a, a just a nice person. Good sense of humor. Mm, oh well, yeah. The the one thing I remember the most about her is the the time she was talking about uh, creeping underwear and getting lost or, or winding up under a uh, chair in the movie theater, and there's another woman under there with <laughs> <laughs> the same problem. <laughs> yeah, she was funny. Little Red Riding Hood. Oh. The Scarlet Pimpernel, yep. uh, Clockwork Orange. Oh, Ooh, that was, that a, was a weird movie. movie. Yeah, so scary. That was a good but book. speaking I've never of seen the movie. You, you're talking about books, but I don't know if this, if the movie comes from a book. But uh, I don't know if the book's the same title. But we've watched my husband and I've recently watched um, The Woman in Gold, and it's about a, a, a Gustav Klimt painting. He's an Austrian, mm-hmm. and. Um, mm-hmm. And the movie is very worth worth watching. The woman uh, in the woman gold. in gold, and and if that's the name of the painting, but there's a was that like the pearl earring? Was no. it, was it the same author? No, no, no. This is a true story of a, a Jewish woman whose um, painting was stolen from her oh. family, and she was she barely escaped uh, Nazi Austria mm. and uh, ended up in Los Angeles, but then. She was claiming the, the painting as her family's mm-hmm. painting because it had been. So it was the story behind the painting. Wow. Uh, but mm. Gustav Klimt used a lot of gold plating. Oh, yeah. On, I remember his, a real uh, famous on one called, famous one called The Kiss. Yes. Yeah. He's got that mm-hmm. good one. Um, I, used to, I used to go to the museum in Austria. Uh, when, when we lived in Poland, we'd come to Austria to do business. And, um, and I, we, Rich and I saw this, this painting. Wow. And then... Um, now it's in New York City, the, uh-huh. the painting. But it was a wonderful movie. But I don't know if the book's the same name, The Woman in Gold, but I recommend mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, good. Speaking well, there of was colors. Some, yeah, and there's other movies. <laughs> with color. With mm-hmm. color. Uh, 90% of the time, I think the book is better than the movie, but there's a few. Fried Green Tomatoes mm-hmm. was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Color Purple was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and uh, so once in a while, there's a movie. Actually, The Scarlet Letter was a good movie. Oh, which version? I'm sure there's been more. Um, I'm sure there probably has been. I would think about a version that would have come out in the 70s, (laughs) maybe the 80s. Because we had had to read the book in high school. Mm -hmm. Yes, I remember. Yes, too. The Scarlet Letter. And um, uh, I had a beautiful little copy. I don't know if I sold it or not. It was a small one. It had a pink cover. Mm-hmm. And it, I can't remember the publisher, but it was just a beautiful little book. Well, now you mentioned pink, uh-huh. pink and blue. Do you know those didn't become the distinctive colors for boys and girls until I think it was around the 1930s? Really? Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea where or how that came to be? No. Well, that was probably maybe research. When people started getting more into cards or more into. Like Distinction. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be starting to, it's a girl, it's a boy. Mm-hmm. It was probably a marketing tool. Yeah, Interesting. Speaking of color, this is kind of weird. We just got new trash cans in Orlando, mm-hmm. and one of them, 
are recycled. One's a recycled big can and one's for trash. And the county put it together. The blue one is for recycle and the green one is for trash. And one of our, and one of our um, newspaper men said, you had a wonderful chance <laughs> to do the color right on this one and yeah, you did really, not do it right because right. no green should be the green recycling. Sure, of yeah. course, the whole green movement, that's, boy, yeah, you can right. talk about that. Wow. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Okay. Well, there's lots you can talk about with color. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ruth. Yeah, good, good subject, mm -hmm. for sure. So other books or other poems? Or? Uh, how about some songs? Mm. Blue Moon, one of my favorite oh, yeah. of those old um, sort of. Say what I think about Blue Moon of Kentucky, keep on shining. That's right. There's that one. <laughs> yeah, there were a number of country. Bill Monroe, Blue yes. Suede Shoes, Elvis. Oh, there yeah. you go. We can come up with them. Um, um, yellow submarine. Yep. A whiter shade of pale. Do you all remember that? No. White Christmas? No. Procol Harum. Yes, you do. A whiter shade of pale. Procol Harum. That was a 70s song. Oh, you gotta listen to that. I gotta put that up on YouTube and yeah, educate you people yeah, here. And put it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I missed large sections of music different things that were going on in my life. So. Well, you you are younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad Leroy Brown. Oh, yeah. There's I, that I Brown, that Jim Croce. Yeah. Ballad of the Boy in the Red Shoes. That was in Elton John. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Behind the, oh, let's see, Behind Blue Eyes, The Who. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. Some of these I had never heard. Black Limousine, Rolling Stones. Mm -hmm. Black Night by Deep Purple. Yeah. <laughs> Black Sabbath. And they did yeah. a song Black yeah. Sabbath, too. Um, I actually turned on the radio the other day, um, coming back from Galax, and I heard Black Velvet. Oh, yeah, I love it. That's that was, a pretty song. Black Velvet. Yeah, that was lovely. Mm -hmm. Black Cow, Steely Dan. Mm -hmm. Black Country Woman, Led Zeppelin. Yep. Big Yellow Taxi, Joni Mitchell. Yep. And Big Tree, Blue Sea, Golden Earring. I was trying to mark ones that had some names that were... Yeah. Uh, Emma Lou Harris did Big Black Dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there were... There were something like 14 pages oh, of these. Sure. And I only just printed off a few just to get our, our brains going about how color does show up in literature and music and movies. How about names um, that people are called? Are there any color names Hello? besides Violet? Yeah. And that might be the flower, the flower, too. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I hadn't thought um, of that. One, of the, one popular name in this area used to be Ivy, but that, that may be the vine. Rather than, yeah. rather than the green color. Yeah. It's last yeah. names. You know, there's white and brown and black. And oh. green. Yep. Yeah, and green. Mm -hmm. And then add sun to the end of some of those. Or, mm -hmm. um, but, but I but couldn't first think names. of first no, names. No, I yeah, don't. I can't really think of anything. Because in months of the year or days of the week, we've got some, mm -hmm. some first names, but I can't think yeah. of a last name. I mean, of color, I can't Maybe think. people don't. Well, our father, his nickname was always 
red because he's red hair. So a lot of people with red hair got called red their whole life. I mean, his sisters, they'd be in their 80s. Hey, red. Yeah, how you doing? have white hair. And our brother's name is Greenbrier. Greenbrier. So there you go. And we call him Greeny. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, see? Right there in our family. The only two I can even think of. Yeah. Uh-huh. My mother's middle name is Iris, but I guess that's still... The flower. Oh, the flower. The flower rather than the color. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was your mother's name. She doesn't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> and you've now announced to her entire... <laughs> oh, well, I, I think oh. she probably likes it better. She has a beautiful name. Her first name is Lanita. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her second, her middle name is Iris. See, that's beautiful. That's very I think pretty. it's lovely. Yeah. I like flower names. <laughs> yeah. Because then when I think of flower, I do think of the color of the flower. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and around here, when I think of iris, I think of purple. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because when yeah. I was a child, that was the yes, only color the wild, we saw. Uh-huh, those little wild, beautiful wild yeah. irises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't really see the um, uh, cultivated variety that was any other color back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the name. So what's unexpected in our lives lately? Hmm. Besides surgeries and different things that are going on. Uh, a lot of times we talk about what's going on in medicine. Bam, they've started a new uh, music. Um, on Saturday afternoon. On Saturday afternoon. So the first one was um, this yesterday. And it looked like a good turnout because I've had to work. And um, they had it on the porch of the new toy museum. And it looked like a, quite a few cars up there. Good, good. So uh, hopefully that will turn into a regular thing. Maybe we could go next Saturday. That'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. I'll be at work. Saturday. Oh, you'll yeah, be at work at but 5 o'clock in the evening? How late are you working? No, it's from 2 to 5. 2 oh, to 5. Okay. Yeah, but oh. they were still there when I got off work to um, uh, talk about unexpected. I have these two dogs. <coughs> one's Emma and one's Nightly. No. Nightly is what I call Velcro dog. Uh-huh. He stays right on my right leg all the time. And last Saturday, it was pouring the rain, had customers come in, and um, a friend came in and she wanted to see the dog. So uh, Nightly is standing at the uh, fence or the little gate, and I call Emma. No Emma. <gasps> oh no. Emma? No, Emma. And Knightley is like, got his nose pressed right to the gate. Not even looking at me. Uh, so I opened the gate. No, Emma. Oh. She is gone. Oh. And apparently when um, the customers came in, they left the front door open. And she slipped out. And she took off. Oh. So um, Sandra, my friend that was there, because um, I was dealing with customers, she said, I said, she's headed for the stores. I just know that's what she would do. So I, um, so she went up there, and one of the uh, people that works there lives right behind the store, has a big um, a Siberian Husky. Well, she had found Emma and put her on a leash and was going to take her home until, the, until Emma saw the Husky, and then um, World War III broke out. Oh, yes. Because she don't like dogs. Yeah, and we walk behind with Emma and Knightley, and yeah. they, they do bark with that Siberian Yeah, yeah, they, 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 you know, mm. and he is like, 
massive. He's a gorgeous thing. He's really beautiful. He's a long hair. He's crossed with something. He's beautiful. And so anyway, um, uh, Sandra got her back, and I took her home. So Emma is having to stay home now. Aww. So what I have to do is, um, she's perfectly happy. Mm -hmm. She would really rather be home, but she'd rather have me be there. <laughs> uh, so every evening, when I, um, right after work, I go home and take care of her, because I have Nightly with me, and then I come back. So the, they were still playing music when I left. Okay. Um, it's a long story. Uh, they were still playing. They were still playing when I left at five. So you well, that'll be good. Yeah, of course, you know, they probably wrapped it up before you get off work. Yeah, Memorial I'm, Day weekend, we'll be oh, busy. Oh, insane. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess they're planning to do it Memorial Day weekend. I don't know. Well, I have company coming. My Australian sister, Diane, ah. is going to come towards the end of June. Yeah, I've got cousins coming uh -huh. um, next week. Monday, Tuesday, so that'll be a lot of fun. Well, that's what's so. great about living on the mountains. People come and visit you. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it is nice. So. Yeah, I think I start getting some company yeah. in. Yeah. So I'm glad you're here to clean my house, oh, Ruthie. Thank, thank you, you dear. Yeah. <laughs> Although, oh my gosh, yeah. I do need to get a few supplies. Yeah. That, Best vacuum cleaner does not work at all. So. It did. It did. <laughs> up until up until two I tried weeks to use ago. It. Oh well. So. Yeah, dude, just don't show my house. Your house is a lot better than mine. I have dogs. <laughs> yeah. And they. Well, there were a lot of cat hairs on the rug yeah, I shook yeah, today. Yeah, my so. dogs, um, an Aussie and an elk hound. Uh, I, I vacuumed. I, I vacuumed the spring in my bedroom. <laughs> and it, uh, after I got done, I said, oh, the carpet's brown. <laughs> it was that bad. So, but and I'm we, never home. So. And we love our animals. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, all right. Well, what, uh, anything else that is unexpected? Anything that's going on? A, a fantastic quote to wind up with? Hmm. How about we'll end with a John Ruskin quote. Oh, wait, but I see two I like. Okay. John Ruskin, who was, I don't know, 1800s. Yeah. He said, The purest and most thoughtful minds are those which love color the most. Okay. And then Carl Lagerfield, who looks like a modern-day maybe musician, says, Music gives color to the air of the moment. Ooh, say that again. Music gives color to the air of the moment. Cool. So you're listening to something. Oh, wait, but there was one last quote. Okay. <laughs> this was the one I meant to read. And this is Truman Capote from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh -huh. So we can end on it, right? Sure. Okay. You know the days when you get the mean reds? Paul Varjak. The mean reds? You mean like the blues? Holly Golightly. No, the blues are because you're getting fat, and maybe it's been raining too long. You're just sad, that's all. The mean reds are horrible. Suddenly you're afraid. And you don't know what you're afraid of. 
Do you ever get that feeling? Whoa. So the, we hope that we don't get the mean reds this Not week. <laughs> lately, but <laughs> yeah. I can, I can yeah. understand that one. Though. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Well, thank you for joining us, Ruthie. Thank you for letting me. Appreciate it. Yeah, and appreciate the um, suggestion. Y'all did great with it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, our show notes are at quincepodcast.com. You can also find us on iTunes under Quince Podcast or Beth Almond Ford or Leslie Sheeler. We also have a Facebook page uh, called Quince Podcast, and we really appreciate you being here. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye.